are Tom and Julie Meekins, friends and supporters of parents and caregivers affected by disability. We love them, and we are them. As we walk alongside parents, we also realize the challenges that are before faith leaders as they serve those with disabilities. So, we add to our focus, equipping leaders. Today, we continue a four-part podcast series entitled, Working Together in Disability Ministry. This series was born out of an observation of how important it is for parents, volunteers, and staff to understand each other's perspective and to work together as a team to serve those with disabilities as well. We began with a focus on parents, taking into consideration the parents' perspective as they want volunteers and staff to understand them. We also work to help parents understand the perspectives of the volunteers and staff as well. Today, we will continue with a focus on staff. Today's podcast is called Part 3, Staff in Disability Ministry. If you are the parent or caregiver of a loved one affected by disabilities and wish for them to participate in church life, this podcast is for you. If you're a volunteer of a church seeking to serve those affected by disability and their families, this podcast is for you. And if you're church staff and you've been commissioned with creating or you're feeling called to create a safe and welcoming environment for individuals affected by disability, this podcast is for you. This is part three of the four-part series called Working Together in Disability Ministry. Staff has a lot of things to consider in disability ministry. The purpose of this four-part series is to identify with each of the different parties who are members of that disability ministry team, those in the different roles who need to work together to get a little better picture of each other's perspectives, parents, volunteers, and staff. And ultimately, really, all of this is for the purpose of creating an environment where those affected by disability are treated as the vital members of the church body that they are. So share this podcast series with your parents, your volunteers, and other church leaders and staff. Let's start with this. As staff, what is your why for disability ministry? Why are you doing this? Think about it this way. I know that God wants me to make disability ministry happen because the great commission of sharing the gospel message is for the disability community as well. As staff, my role is multifaceted in special needs or disability ministry. I want to be a great example to the volunteers and to the church congregation at large of warmly welcoming our friends who have disabilities of any kind. So important. And I want to train and equip the volunteers who come to serve this community. And I want to come alongside and support the parents in their journey of being a caregiver to someone with unique challenges. Parents, staff needs you to come with an attitude of We're in this together. You're not on opposite sides. You're in it together. You might think these thoughts. We are here to give you the information you need to know our loved ones better, right? And so you're thinking about staff when you think this way. We understand that you are limited in funds because they are and limited in volunteers because they are, and especially now, 
and time to implement the perfect plan. They don't have a lot of time either. Whatever that is, the perfect plan. No one knows what that is. We know that you are a part of the team staff. We come as parents with deep appreciation for your position and the many challenges that will rise in putting all this together. And volunteers, staff also needs you, volunteers. Staff cannot do ministry without you. Staff needs you to be a vital part of the team. Staff needs you to say, what can I do to support you, member of the staff, in your role in making this ministry vibrant? Imagine what a world it would be if we all got along and could appreciate each other's perspectives. Yes. Mm Staff has a big job, and I don't think a lot of people realize it. As a ministry staff person, you need to consider things like, what do we have to work with? Things like the materials needed or available, the people to be put in place, who are our volunteers, and how will they fit, and the space. Where will the individuals be? Where the volunteers will serve? where the staff will lead and shepherd, and where the parents will feel at peace to leave their loved ones. Ministry folks, don't try to figure all this out alone. Seek others who are also in disability ministry to find out what they are doing, what works, and what doesn't work. And we have a great resource for you. KeyMinistry.org. K-E-Y Ministry.org. There is a wealth of information and support for you on the website and from these folks individually. There are blogs and webinars. They also hold regular roundtables where disability ministry folks from around the country gather on Zoom for inspiration and practical strategies and tools to make their ministries thrive. We have taken part in these roundtables and we love it. And they've become our new close friends. And we've learned so much from disability ministry folks who are seeking to love and serve the individuals affected by disability and their families in a way that matters. Also, don't forget that the parents and caregivers of those you want to serve well can be a great wealth of wisdom and information and ask them for their ideas. Yeah. When we surveyed parents on social media, we asked parents, how would you like ministry workers to work with your child? These were some of the parents' responses. If he, my child, needs to sit on the floor, it's okay. If he needs to walk, Keep on teaching. If he needs a fidget, it's okay. Try to say yes as much as you can. I also love the idea of creating a quiet space or room that he can retreat to if he needs to. Never underestimate the power of the word of God. I love this parent. Mm -hmm. Speak it. Sing it. Whisper it. It never returns void. I think, Tom, you and I have figured out that just because they don't look like they're paying attention doesn't mean they're not. Because oftentimes, even the nonverbal ones will perk up because they've heard it before and they're hearing it again. Mm -hmm. Presume competence, this parent says. Just because he isn't looking at you doesn't mean that he can't hear and understand everything you say. We also ask parents, what would you want ministry workers to know? as they work with your child. Ah, yes. And so here's what one parent said. I want ministry workers and peers to know that each of our children is so unique. We need for them to be open-minded. As a parent, I'd much rather have someone ask me a question, or a hundred, than to just say, we can't do that, or your child is too disruptive, 
or we don't think this is safe. Let me tell you from my perspective, me, Julie, uh, we have heard those kinds of things as parents with children with disabilities way too many times in faith-based organizations. So this parent goes on to say, work with me. Special needs parents are good at getting creative. We're also a wealth of information on what does and doesn't work for our kids. For my child, we usually have the best results when we can meet new people and check out new places in a quiet, controlled way. Also, most of our kids are more comfortable having consistent, familiar people working with them. Another parent shared. Often, in church settings, the parents of the children who have challenges are the only ones who will step up to the plate to teach a class that includes their child. And uh, that was certainly true with our Amy, that's for sure. We taught her her class of children for years, <laughs> and it was a good time to do that. It also. was good. We did enjoy ourselves, but after a while, you get tired, and right. you know it's time for somebody else to take that baton, right? right? So this parent goes on to say, Children need other adults in their world, too. Mm-hmm. They need other members of the body of Christ who will pour truth into them from the Word of God. Ministry leaders. Consider that volunteers may have some great ideas, too. Invite them to share their observations and thoughts with you. You know, as I worked as a, uh, I want to interject this, as I worked as a a staff person in the pre-K department of our church, which was about 35 volunteers and 80 kids on a Sunday morning, I realized the value in the volunteers and and the ideas that they had. I, I got to observe four different classrooms and watch the way that they interacted with the children. I learned so much from those volunteers. Right, and you were able to get together with the parents and volunteers periodically and have discussions yes, with them. Yes, and it was valuable information coming from them. So talk about what you actually have to work with right now, because sometimes parents and volunteers don't understand staff, that you are limited. and And always... Helping them to understand their ideas are valuable to you, but giving them the reality check, right, of what you have to work for. And may, and maybe there's a, you can put together a work-toward list so that everyone is clear with what you got now, and let's put that on the list of things that we are reaching for. And some possible topics for discussion with the team, which is made up of you, staff, parents, and volunteers. Could be, what does our facility offer mm-hmm. or what can it be adapted to offer? So things like a sensory room. Do we need a sensory room? Um, do we need full inclusion with buddies? Can we have full inclusion without buddies? And what about se- a separate room for more involved individuals? And also what supplies are needed? Uh, supplies such as sensory helps, uh, noise-canceling headphones, Weighted blankets, lap pads, stuffed animals. Uh, How about fidgets or sensory bins or calming classical music? As staff, other things to consider are how do I shepherd the volunteers? How do I make sure there's a place for every individual? How do I help parents feel confident in leaving their loved one with us? How do I use the facility and supplies available for the most benefit to all? Will you pray and invite others to pray over the teams of your disability ministry? Yes. Very, very important. We need prayer, don't we? And and as those people come together, the staff, volunteers, and parents, um, you know, we do need prayer for cohesiveness, don't we? Yes. Yes. So what is one thing 
that you personally can bring to the team building table? Will you make a commitment today to broaden your own perspective to include what the other members of the team may be thinking, feeling, experiencing? Will you encourage others to do the same? Sometimes when people approach us as staff with their ideas, we feel um, a little overwhelmed because we know that we can't fulfill that idea that they have. But if you give the attitude that what they're saying to you is very important, you look them in the eye, you listen listen Mm -hmm. to them and make them feel valuable, uh, it will go miles for working together then to see, you know, in the reality of life, what we can do. And they will come and I tell you, what I've learned is if you give them the space that you will listen to them and that you will care about what they're saying, they'll be more willing to work with what you have. Right, right. So. And as always, if you need support in brainstorming ideas specifically for you and your situation, don't hesitate to reach out to us at championsforparents at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. And we invite you to check out our website at championsforparents.com. And we invite you to email us at championsforparents at gmail.com. Also, come find us on Facebook at Champions for Parents. If you feel led to give financially to help us continue to support, equip, and empower you, parent, and you, ministry leader, then we want you to know that we are missionaries to parents through REF, Reformed Evangelistic Fellowship, out of Bristol, Tennessee. Would you consider supporting the ministry financially? And for instructions, uh, please go to our webpage at championsforparents.com and click on the Donate tab in the menu selection at the top. We're so glad that you joined us today. Next time, we will bring the series to an end as we discuss a little further what the Bible talks about and teaches us about working together as a team. Yes, goodbye for now. Goodbye. Goodbye.